everybody. My name is Andrew. I'm Mark. And you are listening to the only internet debate podcast on the internet. It is best of the best. It is episode 163. Mark, October. It's right around the corner. Can you it's believe practically it? practically here. 2017 is almost over, which means it's going to become a billion degrees here in Los Angeles. It's pretty temperate now, but it's supposed to be in the 90s next yeah, it'll weekend. Get, it'll get hot again in October. And then everyone will get real pissy about it and real shitty about it. And they're like, oh, I thought I was going to wear my fall clothes. I'm saying I'm going to be saying that. I'm well, like, you should love those wear with fall clothes. You should stop buying new fall clothes every October first, which I, is what you've been doing Mark, for like six years. I like, love gotta buy some flannels. Fall clothes. I love the fall and I love the winter. I was walking around outside today and I was like, man, I wish it was December. Wouldn't that be cool? Because everybody else would also have given up on, like, not having a job. Yes. So you don't feel as bad. Right. I was like, if it was December, it would be, like, 60 degrees outside. And everybody would be gone. Everyone would be long gone, dead. And then it would just be me, my, you know. Your parents are calling you, and you're like, yeah, I'm flying out on the uh, 25th. Yeah, I'm, I'll I'm, be there. I'm in the plane right now. Hold on. No. Oh, they're telling me to turn my phone off. I, I gotta go. Gotta go, Mom. What's that? You want me to fly the airplane? All right. We're doing oh, this a, is serious. We're doing a loop, everybody. Hold on. Whee! I totally did it. I totally I did, did, the it. Loop. I did a loop. I did a loop. I'm I did the a loop. first everyone, person to do and it. Everyone clap. Yay. Everyone clap. Can you hear how everyone's clapping for me? But I'm gonna be there. Be, expect me. I'm gonna come with a big old, big old bag of presents. Oh, 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 oh engine I'm, number one's down. Uh-oh. Oh boy, this is pretty serious. I better. Oh no. Oh, we're going. We're, we're going, going into the ocean. I'm gonna try to land us I'm, near I'm, that I'm, island. I'm gonna sully us. I'm gonna give us. I'm gonna give us a sully. We're, we're flying upside down. I'm doing we're a flying s- up. No, I guess that was a flight, but Pe- people, whatever. People are still applauding. They like it. Okay, they, they we touch. They think I'm doing a trick. <laughs> we touch down in the ocean, but we're close. We're close to an island, so we're gonna be safe. But I probably won't be able to get there in time for christmas no Sorry. we're gonna have to sacrifice all the presents that i, I bought for su- su- supplies because i bought you a bunch of like military rations salted and, meats and peppermint bark yeah. <laughs> sorry we're no gifts now oh well it's lo- well we're all gonna live that's what matters that's what matters it's isn't life the greatest gift of all I, oh, my, co- my co-pilot's leg is bleeding. I'm going to have to tie I gotta, a tourniquet. I got to get a tourniquet on this, but everyone still seems to be pretty jazzed about that loop I did. Look at so. this tourniquet, guys. Isn't that better than the loop? Ooh, yeah. yeah. See, that's weird. They like the tourniquet more than the loop. It's weird, but, the loop but is pretty cool. easy to please. That's all I care about. All right, Mom, got to go. <laughs> oh, I didn't even dial the phone. <laughs> all right, that was a good practice, right? I'm going to do it for real now. I have to remember that. <laughs> Now I'm not coming home, Bob. Ugh. Yeah, I wish it was December. That'd be great. <laughs> Is that what we were talking about? Yeah. All right. You know, because cr- Christmas. And instead, I got to like look forward to Halloween. Who's looking forward to Halloween? Ooh. I don't like being spooked. You go. You go on a Halloween horror nights. No. Universal. No. Pasha. Bunch of bullshit jumps out at yeah, you. Yeah, my terrifying. girlfriend. My girlfriend was like, "Hey, I got this. I got movie screenings to some movie. I, I don't remember what it was." And I was like, "It's, a, it's like a big scary movie. I'm like, I don't want to go to a scary movie. This bullshit jumping out at me. I don't need that." Was she going to Insidious Four? No, she wanted to go see Flatliners. 
Mark giving me a desperate shake of the head. No, that movie's going to be terrible. But There's it's, no reason remember to Remember the movie, The Flatliners from the 80s? Yeah, Flatliners. <laughs> it's back, and it's got Chris Stewart. The best part of the original was that, do you know the plot of Flatliners? bunch of doctors are med students a bunch of med students like put themselves in medically induced comas that effectively stop their hearts but for minutes at a time right and then they become like super smart no they experience the afterlife oh right and it's got like Kiefer sutherland Kiefer sutherland's in it and sandra bullock uh no not sandra bullock uh jennifer uh who's pretty jennifer roberts julia roberts julia roberts julia uh anyways the best part is for some people if you're like a bad person when you go to the afterlife you see like devils and stuff no you you see your worst you see your worst memories from life and you're haunted by them Mm -hmm. so his bad memories happen to be when he was a little kid and these uh hockey player shithead uh like preteens beat him up Mm -hmm. so uh, then in the real world, the demons that are haunting you start showing up. So throughout the movie, Kiefer Sutherland is like, wa- he'll be <laughs> he like walks into his apartment, and these like ten year old kids beat the shit out of him <laughs> with hockey sticks. <laughs> and then because he doesn't want anybody to think he's going crazy, he like shows up in the next scene, and he's all bruised up, and he's like, hey, all right, let's let's do some flatlining. And they're like, what What happened to you? And he's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. And then they flatline a little more. And then he leaves. And then there's the kids again. And they beat the shit out of him like three or four times. They're like, well, didn't we tell you about flatlining? <laughs> so, you don't learn, Jack Bauer. Yeah, it's so good to see this adult man just getting rocked by these little kids. That was icing, you son of a bitch. Oh, God. <laughs> well, is that, is that in the fucking movie? If it's not, I'm Instead, not going to see Instead, I'm watching like, Kristen Stewart get choked out with like a bag over her head, and she like, crashes a car. Is and it Kristen Stewart in this? Is it? I don't I think it is. I think it's um, Juno. Oh, you're right. It's not, yeah, it is, it is Juno. It's uh, Ellen Page. Yeah. I don't want to see Juno get choked out with a bag over her head. Right? She's supposed to be doing like... Twee indie films. Yeah, instead she's getting or, or being an X Men. She's being like an X Man, or like she's in that video game where like people could see her naked. Yeah, that's yeah, fun. That's that's a good time. Or she was modeled after that other girl in that other video game, and then there was like legal action taken, and they're like, it's not Ellen Page, see? And they like change the hair color of the girl. Mm-hmm. Like it's not that ain't her. That ain't her. That ain't Juno. <laughs> What are you talking about? That ain't Shadowcat Kitty Pride. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. This this girl did not star in the movie Super, starring Rain Wilson. Mm-hmm. But you know what is Super Mark? What? That would be this episode of Best of the Best. You're That's on the right. internet debate podcast on the internet. Mark, you and I are going to be discussing at most three best ofs. So we move to our first to five hundred series. Mark. You know, we're talking about the 80s so much. You know what other decade people talk about all the time? What, what, the 70s? Try again. 60s. 
Yes, the nineteen. Everyone's. It's on the tip of everyone's tongue. The nineteen sixties. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like Summer of Love. Summer of Love. Madman. You know all that. Ring a ding ding, baby. We are talking about the nineties. Oh yeah. Is the top three best nineties things that you could ever nineties. Click on the link below and subscribe. Leave a comment on our YouTube page. Top five best nineties of the nineties. Remember <laughs> slap bracelets. Remember that pogs. Uh, Mark McGrath. Yeah, that's a 90s thing. Sure. Every 90s kid remembers. That's the topic today on Best of the Best. Yes. Only 90s kids remember this. this. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, I, I guess I remember hypercolor t-shirts. I don't know why we're Only talking about it now. Only 90s kids remember George Herbert Walker Bush throwing <laughs> up on that guy. <laughs> oh, boy. I do remember that. Only 90s kids remember who the vice presidential running mate of Bob Dole was. Say it, Sam Shepard. No. Jack Kemp. Remember Jack Kemp? Dole Kemp? Yeah, I can see that bumper sticker. Yeah. Uh, but first, we have to start with our customary coin flip. But before that, let's discuss what the prizes are. Oh, yeah. We got big, fabulous big prizes. prizes. The, t- the person that wins the first 500 series will receive a $25 gift card to Wendy's. And the winner of this episode, assuming they get to that first to 500, yes. will receive something that I think every 90s kid would dream of when they were younger. You want to know what that is, Mark? A trip to space camp. No, it is not a trip to space camp. $10 savings bond. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That is Grandma something. Grandma coming in in the clutch. Yeah, that <laughs> was. $10 savings that bond. That was big in the 90s. Like, here you go. If it accrues, it'll be worth $10. $10 someday. I mean, you could just give me the $10 and then nope, put that somewhere. Patience. But uh, that's what's at stake. Also, I'm, the... Savings bond is purchased the year of your win, not the year in the 90s. Oh, so it's not so it's an $11 savings bond now? No, it's bond still now? not good. You, have to, you have to let it accrue. Wait, from is it from now or from when the show ends? When you win, then the bond gets purchased. So if I win today, then the bond will be purchased in my name? No, when you win the series. Oh, yeah. So in like 15 years, I have yes. to wait. You have to another... wait 15 years, and then you have to wait for whatever the bond's life is. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's just, it's it's what it is, man. Sorry, every 90 kid knows this disappointment. It's true. Mark, uh, we have to start with our customary coin flip today. We are dealing with a quarter celebrating the Great Sand Dunes in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Minted in the year 2014. Every 90s kid remembers 2014. <laughs> Probably. Call it in the air. Heads. It's tails. Ooh. Mark, we're talking about the 90s. We're talking about every 90s kid remembers this. Yeah. SUVs, I think, right? Uh... Ford Exploders. Yes. Are uh, those blowing up those, in your garage? The Goodyear tires that would like cause SUV rollovers. Remember that? Do you remember? You yeah, remember I think when I remember. You were a 90s that. kid and you remember that? Uh, the Ford Bronco. Algebra. <laughs> I wish that were more. Animaniacs. No, no. I wish it was more like every 90s kid remembers this. You know, having to read the red badge of courage when you were in elementary school. You're like, yeah, I, I guess we did. Riding a bike. 
Not a specific kind of bike, just, you know. A bike. Riding a bike. Yeah. Swimming in a pool. Uh, going to the dentist. Yes. <laughs> Walking upstairs. Getting your hair cut while your mother sat nearby. Reading some kind of magazine. And just feeling, like, really uncomfortable the whole time. Yeah. Every 90s kid, you know, only 90s kids remember this. Your first erection. <laughs> Yeah, I remember it. I, uh, I, I guess I do. Sure. Got it taken a picture of it in my yearbook. <laughs> Mark, we're talking about. What the, are we talking? We're about? talking about every '90s kid remembers this. And we're talking about, of course, we're talking about '90s video games. So our first oh, category, big era for video games, uh, on this episode of Best of the Best, episode 163, is the best '90s video game franchise. Video game franchise. Franchise. Mark. You lost that coin flip, which means I get to decide whether I'm going to kick or receive. Mm -hmm. I'm going to receive. You're ready. Mark, the best 90s video game franchise is this. It is the Street Fighter franchise. Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Specifically, starting in Street Fighter 2. Obviously, Street Fighter 1 is not necessarily as canon as the rest of the series. That also came out in the 80s, right? It came out in the early 80s, and then Street Fighter Two came out in 91, I want to say. Probably. Probably. That seems right. Street Fighter was just a side-scroller that uh, had Ray, Ryu and Ken. I don't even think they were called Ryu and Ken. There's just two dudes guys. just beating people up. Street Fighter Two it made all these crazy characters, and then it kicked off what is considered to be it's the father of the modern fighting game. Mm-hmm. You know? You got a you got a green guy. You got a green guy. You got a big guy. You got got a guy. You got, got a, sumo got a girl. Got special moves. Quarter circles. All sorts of stuff. Right. High kicks. High kicks. Low, low kicks. kicks. Medium kicks. Fierce punches. High punch. Low punch. Medium punch. I like to keep it medium. I like sometimes I like to go medium. Sometimes yeah. I like to go high. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Life's full of choices, and I get to make them ne- every you know time what? I never, play. You know what? When when you go low punch, we go high punch. Yep. I remember when. <laughs> remember, remember, remember when Ryu said that? <laughs> yeah. Remember when Chun Li said that? Yeah. And everyone was like, "Yay!" And then, and then Bison, Bison won. won anyway. Won. Who gave? What the fuck, man? I just don't know how it happened. And make Shadowloo great again. Mark, Street Fighter 2. Is and then E. Honda wrote that book. What happened? Question mark? He was out Where of the... He c- talked about how well, well, no, Bison won. The problem was is he was out of the country and didn't know. He was legitimately asking a question. He Ooh, la- what happened? What happened? I don't... I, I see there's all this... St- what's going on here? I was at the post office. Yeah. I saw a picture of Bison on the wall. I was, I was like, like, that can't be is right. Is he arrested? Is he going to jail? And I was like, no, he's a president? What, what the hell? What'd you guys do? <laughs> I leave for a couple months for business, and now I got to write this goddamn book for someone to tell me. I looked at Wikipedia. <laughs> just me asking a bunch I'm of questions. I'm just asking questions here, guys. Come on, just someone write me, a, send me an email or a tweet or whatever you got. It started out as a post on Yahoo Answers. Now I just wrote a book I about it. I just wrote it. a goddamn book because I had a lot of other questions. I'm like, what the? F- why did they write? A- Apparently, they announced the wrong winner at the Oscars. What the hell happened there? <laughs> What's going on here? everyone asleep at the fucking switch i liked hidden figures i thought that should have won <laughs> yeah everyone's falling all over themselves for la la land jesus christ you got this it's, it's a story we didn't even know about it's a, the space program it's inspiring it's figures because it's about the numbers but it's but it's also hidden figures, figures like hidden people hidden who their stories the were hidden oh man 
All right. Well, I didn't see the movie, but I, I thought the title was <laughs> kind of clever. Anyways, I'm going to go beat up a car. Oh, oh my, my car. car. So Street Fighter 2, Mark, it kicks, it, it spawns thousands of clones. It starts, uh, it, this, uh, it's, it fuels the arcade fad of the 90s. Obviously, yeah. Mortal Kombat comes a little later, but Street Fighter 2 is still churning today. We've got this game, this fighting game released in 1991 that people still go back to consistently. They're it's incredible the longevity the lasting effect that this game has had over the video game landscape makes it one of if not and i will say the best 90s gaming franchises of all time andrew good pick blanco vega uh, vega sure he See, was there because vega and bison they got uh sometimes they're called claw and uh, uh, what's the other one? Like MAGA. Batman? Because you see, Balrog mm-hmm. is, is a boxer. He's a boxer who is named M. Bison. M. Bison overseas, and Balrog was, is the name of Bison's character. Right. So now there's some confusion in the overseas markets about who's considered what. And it's, it's confusing. But let's go by M. Bison. He's the big bad guy. Balrog, he's the boxer. Vega, he's the guy with the claw and mask. Dalsim. Dalsim? He's an Indian. He's from India. Blanca? Like South America? South American Monster Man? Mm-hmm. He, she can, he does electricity. E. Honda? He's a sumo wrestler. Ryu? From Japan? Ken? America? They're brothers? Are they Ken? brothers? Ken? My, My brother? brother? I think they're brothers, aren't they? In the movie, they are. Are they adopted? Because um, one guy's from Japan and the other guy's yeah, from America. Guile. Guile. You got that big hair, Sonic Boom. Cassie. Cassie is not in Street Fighter 2, but she comes later. Okay. And Andrew. You're, you're thinking of Cammy, not Cammie. Cassie. Yeah. She shows her hinder. She's played by Kylie Minogue in the movie. I'm aware. Chun Li. She's got big legs. That's her big thing. Spin kicks. Big spin kicks, thousand leg kicks, fireballs. Chun Li. Chun Li. Go ahead. Andrew, the best video game franchise of the 90s. T Hawk. Now he came later. Was Native American. The Alone in the Dark series. Oh my God. Now, the reason. <laughs> what are you doing? The yeah. reason that the Alone in the Dark series was the best, for those who don't know, Alone in the Dark was a survival horror game for PC. In the early 90s. First one came out in 1992. Established horror survival as a genre. But Resident Evil built on it. and, and Resident Evil did build on it. And I would have picked Resident Evil. Except that most of the grid Resident Evil games came out after the 90s. Resident Evil 2 didn't. Yeah, but like the ones where you get really good didn't come out until later anyways <laughs> okay uh it's a point and click adventure it's tense it's atmospheric the sequel focused more on guns which is, is what resident evil focuses more on so you don't really have resident evil unless you have alone in the dark 2 alone in the dark 3 which came out in like 1994 uh was in the old west for some reason 
The mechanics kind of sucked. They still had darkness in the Wild West. Sure. The mechanics were kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. You'd have a whip. Couldn't really use it unless you were, like, standing right in front of the guy. And by that time, the monster would have, like, probably eaten you. Mm-hmm. Couldn't really get through doors too easily. It was... It had a lot of flaws. But oh, that's... Sounds like it. That's because it was so ambitious. Okay. And ahead of its time. Uh-huh. And working really hard to kind of change how we all saw video games. From just a couple of dots on a page or items that you had to collect to creating a cinematic experience. And you don't really have any of what our cinematic experience games are without Alone in the Dark for PC. <laughs> and okay, it's a franchise, right? So there were three okay games that came out in the 90s. Yeah. <clears throat> Street Fighter... How many games came out in the 90s? Unique games and not just ports. It was Street Fighter 2. Isn't Street Fighter 2 Turbo the same game? No. How is it different? They all have balance changes, and then they'll add additional characters. I mean, it, seems like the, the, it seems like all of the sequels to Street Fighter were really just like, all right, we got slightly better effects. Uh, here's another character. Yeah. Whereas like Mortal Kombat, at least, had different storylines. And radically different game mechanics. Yeah. Things changed and different things happened, but they, you just take that core and you just, yeah, yeah, like this. Andrew and is moving his hands, I'm moving back, my hands and back and forth, and forth in front of his face you know, like he's sculpting a snowball. Yeah. And then you're like, ah, there it is. And then finally people, people play it and they get a good ebb and flow of what the balance is and good uh you know what character to pick to counter whatever character and this and that and then you're like okay what if we made it faster what if we made it we 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 different what if we did it differently well then you got there are different types of street fighter i like medium kick it can't all be mediums mark you can be high or you can go low because when you go when you go high i'm gonna go (laughs) go way low Final argument. Mark, are you trying to tell me that of all the 90s franchises of video games, yeah. you're going to point to the Alone in the Dark series, Yeah, and you're say, that's it. That's the banner for what all video games in the 90s should aspire to be. I think that's, And going forward. I think that's what all video game franchises. I'm not saying any of the Alone in the Dark games were the best game to come out of the 90s. You're saying, but that's the best I'm saying franchise. Everybody. Of all every, the franchises. Like, everybody on the schoolyards, they're all crowded around. They're like, <laughs> oh, man, you can find that new Alone in the Dark secret. Oh, man, my, my, my uncle works for the Alone in the Dark company, and he was telling me that I've played Alone in the Dark 5. Uh, you can come over to my house later and play it, but, uh, you know, maybe not, though. I, you know, my, my, dad doesn't, my uncle doesn't like me to bring a lot of friends over, but I've played Alone in the Dark 5. It's got, like... Five new graphics. It's oh, pretty wow. cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's in 3D. And then all the other shithead kids are like, I bet that guy's, I bet that kid's okay. full of that shit. Full of shit. Fucking full of shit. He also had an uncle that worked at NASA. He said he went to the moon twice. <laughs> he didn't go to the moon. He didn't, he didn't go, go to the moon twice. Maybe once. He didn't go to the goddamn moon. Probably went once. He said he came back with moon dust. It was just a fun dip. That's all it was. <laughs> he said he, he said he drew 
fart in the dust. Yeah, and he got in like a rover and he drew the word. He drove the word fart into the dust. I don't believe that. that. And then he showed. He like pointed at it. He pointed at the moon with a telescope and was like, "See, you can read that it says fart." And then like, I didn't want to look dumb, so I said that I could see it too. I don't think I could. Really I don't. Th- see I it. don't think he's. I don't. But I, I know that he did not play Alone in the Dark Five. I think <laughs> that flat out did, that, that is, is a lie. not a question. It is a straight out lie. Alone in the Dark was mediocre at best, and then wow. lasting effects. They tried to reboot it in the two thousands. Yes, bad game. Yes, and then they had a movie that came out. Oh, you want to talk about bad movies? Uh, Let's I, talk about I think, Street Fighter Two. I think the movie. Also known as just Street Fighter, right? <laughs> just Street Fighter. Street Fighter is a much better movie than a whatever piece of garbage. Raul in the dark. Julia. Raul Julia's final role. He was having a good time as M. Bison. At I least, don't know if he was. He seemed kind of sick. No, you watch it. He's like, he's chewing up the scenery. He's having sure. a blast. He's having a blast. And you're watching all these crazy characters come together. It ain't, it's, not, it's not the perfect movie. But it's a lot better than whatever Uve Bowl Alone in the Dark trash came out. Andrew, just what are the other games in the Street Fighter franchise? Street, and how are Street they unique? Fighter 2. How did you not feel that Super you were getting Street robbed Fighter. every time that Super you bought Street it? Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Street Fighter. If you Okay, so you already own Super Street Fighter, right? Yeah. Do you feel that you got your money's worth when you buy Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo? If you don't want to get minor upgrades, then you just keep that game until something else comes along. Then Street Fighter 3 came out in what the year late Street- 90s. What was, what was different about Street Fighter 3? Like a whole new art style. It was, like, it was still all hand-drawn, but they, they changed up some things. They, I, don't think, I think they at one point wanted to make that jump into, the, into 3D, like uh, a lot of other console like a lot of other franchises were doing like mortal kombat 4 did yeah and they never did it well they tried the mocap they did the mocap thing for the movie video well, game, they did right? I mean, they did um or human they sprites yeah and that's a bad game yeah but I, it's a bad I, game in the franchise i don't yeah but i don't consider it to be like we still we, you move all the way up to street fighter 5 was released not too long ago to critical acclaim then you've got marvel versus capcom it's got a bunch of street fighter characters and the street fighter characters show up in basically everything that capcom does and stuff that capcom doesn't do fucking ryu is in super smash brothers is he yes good oh yeah here he is like beating the shit out of like yoshi (laughs) yeah he's hitting yoshi with a bat eat shit kirby then shooting out a fireball you got that that you know you've got this huge reach the fact that this franchise is so iconic boils back to street fighter 2 i don't see the protagonist of alone in the dark like he's a detective he's an old-timey detective john john dark yeah alan lone yes yes a lone in the dark yes Yes. it's like those tex murphy games um i don't see that guy in super street fighter he's not he's not beating the shit out of uh Bayonetta. He's definitely not fighting the Incredible Hulk. No, and he's not in Marvel vs. Capcom either. I'll, I'll give you that. Andrew, I'll, I gotta give it up because Marvel vs. Capcom, that was a that was a pretty good game. Yeah. You'd be, be Cyclops. Cyclops. And you could be fighting Mega Man. Sure, if you want. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop you. And Bison. <laughs> no skin off my ass. 
You want to be like uh, Magneto? Take on like I don't I don't give a shit. Whoever you want. You want to take Shun on Lee? Chris Redfield? Go for it. Chris Redfield from the Red from the Resident Evil franchise? Why not? Yeah. You want to be Frank West and fight Deadpool? Let me know how that works out. Yeah, you can do it. Whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Don't ask me again. Don't ask me twice. Street Fighter takes it. Mark, we're going to move on to our next topic here. We're talking about every 90 kid knows. Every every 90 kids, they know. <laughs> one out of 90 one kids. One out of 90 kids remembers this. <laughs> so if you just if you ask 90 kids, one of them's going to tell you. It's yeah. like family feud. We polled 90 kids. <laughs> <laughs> Top 5 answers are up on the board. Where did you find these kids? Were you at a school or uh, it's best not to ask we questions. We found them. <laughs> They're around. Yeah, you don't have to worry. We about didn't them. harm them. <laughs> I didn't ask. <laughs> Uh, now i need to now i'm concerned should i ask <laughs> we're talking about the best snl cast member from the 90s mark the best snl, SNL cast member, member from the 90s from mark the 90s. i went first in the first round you go first in the second round the best snl cast member from the 90s andrew the best snl cast member from the 90s is david keckner he was on for why are you doing one this? season why are you in doing 1995 this? Why are you doing this? Because he was the best. All right. Why was he the best? Mainly for one character that he trotted out a couple of times called Gary McDonald. Mm-hmm. And the idea was Norm McDonald was doing Weekend Update at the time. Yeah. And he had a little brother who... Uh, this, the idea is Norm's mom has convinced him to throw his little brother a bone. And do a bit on Weekend and Update. And do a bit on Weekend Update. Okay. So he comes out, and he's sweaty, <laughs> and he's got a suit, and he's got his hair, because Keckner was pretty bald, much bald yeah. at this time, but he's got like a wig on that looks sort of like Norm's, and he just bombs through a whole segment <laughs> of like, oh, Bosnia, what? He's in a t- Clinton's in a real bad spot. Real bad spot. What else are bad spots? Uh, I like a bad dog. It's like he's got a bad dog. No, no, that's bad. <laughs> And every time he tells this bad bit, he finishes by going, no, no. Which is a thing that I think is hilarious because that's what people who are bad at doing jokes and the workplace will do. Mm -hmm. They'll say something dumb and then you look at them and they go, no, sorry, that was weird. (laughs) And then they keep doing it again and again. I'm thinking specifically of a coworker that I have who does it all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't think you know. Mm-hmm. You've met him. But. From, he's from Canada. He lives in Canada. He lives in Canada. He lives in Canada. Yeah, I'm talking him, to him on the phone right I now. I met him at the Eiffel Tower. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is a funny joke. It wasn't funny. It wasn't funny. He did the thing over the phone. It bothered me. Uh, so the reason I'm picking David Keckner mm-hmm. is because apparently it didn't work out. They did apparently. not. They did not ask him to stick around after mm-hmm. his one season. Uh, he ended up going to... Conan for a little bit. He was like a extra in a couple of sequences on Conan. Mm-hmm. Then he ended up doing uh, Anchorman, of course, and having a whole second career, basically, after SNL. And the reason I pick him as the best is because he's one of those stunning examples of, like, in the 90s, this always happens at SNL, but there'll always be a period where it's like, some cast members want to take the show in one direction. Some cast members want to take it in another. So, like, at the time, you had people like Will Ferrell, 
who's doing more broad stuff. And then you have David Koechner, who's like, the joke is that it's not funny. It's a little more esoteric. See, it's funny because it isn't. It isn't funny. Yeah, it's the, is, yeah. isn't that the, isn't that the joke? Isn't that the fun of, of it? Isn't that the fun of it? I, I, I mean, uh, I mean, comedy is a it's a it's very not. complicated um, being surprised. It's you know, it's, it's the surprise is that there is no surprise. It's a it's the anti surprise. Uh, I mean, it's very it's very humorous. Yes, it's a little more heady. But if they had done more stuff like that, SNL would have been a very weird, much weirder show instead of what it was in the '90s, which was. Big, big swings, big broad jokes. Will Ferrell doing George W. Bush is just a dummy the entire time. Yeah. For like 16 years, I think he was doing George W. Yeah. 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 All 16 years of his presidency. Yeah. Well, I guess that was 2000 that W. became president. But there's there's lead up to it. There was the primaries, for Christ's sake. That was the 90s. Get off my ass. (laughs) Why don't you get a fucking ladder? So you say, out of all of the cast members of the from the nineties, from the nineties, David Koechner, David Koechner, he was a he was a breakout. He could have he maybe he could have done more. Maybe he could have been. Maybe they'd given him time. Maybe he could have been president. <laughs> maybe he could have been Lauren Michaels. We don't. We don't know. know. We don't know. But based on all of these possibilities, you it's have pretty to safe to assume that he is the best nineties character. Andrew. Yeah, I'd love to hear your pick. Mark, the best SNL cast member from the '90s, Phil Hartman. Well, Phil Hartman was around in the '80s. I know that, but so it has to land squarely in the '90s. Why well, squarely in the '90s? Because then you couldn't say Will Ferrell because he was in the 2000s. He started in the '90s, so so he started in the '80s and then had a bulk the bulk of the series, dude. <laughs> In when, through the when 90s. did he leave? Did he leave in 93? 93, 94? Because he, uh, he... I would say like 95, right? Because he basically played Clinton all the way through... No, no, he wouldn't have... Daryl Hammond played Clinton right. for the majority of the 90s. Through like 94. I want to say 94 is when Phil Hartman left. Because then he went and did... News Radio. I was going to say Jingle All the Way. News radio <laughs> is also correct. Sure, he also did that. But he, early 90s, SNL. Okay. Featured Phil Hartman as a cast member, right? Frequently. Sure. So that meant that he's a 90s cast member of SNL, correct? Uh, were, were all of his biggest bits from the 90s, or were they from the 80s? They were from the 90s. Was the caveman in the 90s, or was that the late 80s? The 90s? Frankenstein. Probably the 90s. I want to say all of those take place in the year 1990. You might be right. Exactly. Because instead... The one where he dances. That's probably the 80s. Yeah. But at the same time, Phil Hartman, one of the... He is the the best. The best. In terms of, uh, you know, 94. All right? Dickhead. (laughs) He made me fucking look it up. When when was the sketch where he's Bill Clinton and he's jogging into a McDonald's yes. and he just eats everybody's yeah, food? Yeah, there's a fucking picture of it right here yeah. on his Wikipedia page. It's obviously probably 92 when he was running for president. Right. Or maybe he was, no, he was already president at that point, so it's probably 93. So yeah. he was playing Clinton up until, 
up into probably the primaries for the 96 election. Because then you got Norm MacDonald playing Bob Dole right. against Daryl Hammonds Clinton. And who's playing Jack Kemp? I don't know. Probably Chris Kattan. It's probably Chris Kattan. <laughs> Chris Kattan. He's like, I'm Jack Kemp. <laughs> how do I order a burrito? I don't know. <laughs> Mango, you know how to order a burrito. What do we got going on here? Uh, so, so how does this work? It's a Chipotle, man. Jerk me around. Get your fucking head out of your ass. But he had all these great characters, and he could do both. He could be this broad comedy actor and doing his weird Clinton, this, like, boozy, like... Fat Lothario. Fat asshole. Yeah. That's... I love how... (laughs) Knowing the fucking tugboat we have in the office now, that, like, Clinton, they're like, hey, some fat jerk. Like, that's how we painted, like, that was the caricature of Clinton, at least in the early part of his presidency. Oh, we didn't know it how was just we had it. fat southern idiot. So we'd see him jogging, and then he would go eat fucking <laughs> cheeseburgers. That's and the whole joke. They, he's like, yeah, he's a fucking fat piece of shit that goes to McDonald's, and then we call him Bubba because he's from Arkansas. Yeah. You get it? You fucking jerk off. <laughs> Instead, now we've got this guy, and he's like... You know, it doesn't matter what he says. We've we've he said something terrible. We've ascended the day that we recorded this, and he'll say something terrible. He'll say something terrible. The day that we we record it, the day we post it. So just close your eyes, or just go to CNN, yeah, and just look at whatever the main headline is, and just imagine that's what we're referencing. That's what we're talking about. Instead, we those halcyon days where we can look back and be like. Remember when our president was some just some fat Southerner? <laughs> we used to be like, man, what a fat piece of shit. Yeah, I don't know. It's Arkansas, right? This guy knows. That's a state. Can't believe we got someone from there. But we could do. He could do that. But then at the same time, he could play the straight man. That would like he basically was the um, uh, uh, Jason Sudeikis. Yes, he'd play the. If there was a dad character who needed was, to not yes, laugh. He was the dad character. If there, if there was, was a, a game show host yes. that he needed to not react to things, he was the game show host. He had uh, just a bunch of presentation. Like, he was just this big, big character. Big personality in whatever scene he was in. He was also one of those actors that when he was in an S- when he was in a sketch, even if he had a small part, like Chris Farley also had this as well, where if he had a, just even the tiniest part where he had one line, mm-hmm. usually he'd put some kind of, you know, something spin, into it. some juice on it, and then get a laugh out of that line. Final argument. So Phil Hartman, Phil Hartman is, a, I like David Koechner. And at this point in the 90s, the show could have gone any number of ways. He was, he was on that that point he was he was point man saying look the show could be weirder and funnier or it could be dumb and broad and they said here's your answer in the form of you being fired you feel that david keckner was the one leading that charge considering that there were so many other alt comedians that were on the cast at the time that you referenced yourself you got norm mcdonald yeah who apparently is the king of anti-comedy yeah that basically said these 10 minutes of the show that we're doing weekend update those are mine there's him him and steve o'donnell just being like this is what we're doing i'm doing this you guys can do whatever you want i'm going to tell these awful oj jokes (laughs) i don't care if don olmeyer knows oj personally 
Uh, and then you got you guys know he killed his wife, right? <laughs> <laughs> Crowd just <laughs> he's a murderer. Or he would tell these awful jokes about Michael Jackson. Just, just they would some yeah. The punchline is punch sex always, with he was, kids. He was a pedophile, yes, right? And he would just say it so bluntly. Uh, and then, um, so yes, and so the joke was that how just in just how pedestrian the punchline was yeah. that it was just right there or you even like colin quinn is another guy another alt comic that has a bit of that bridge as well that yeah i think what you're looking at is you're looking at the difference between the stand-up side and the sketch actor side sure because at that time they had uh they had a they had mined a bunch of people from uh stand-up clubs because they had like McDonald. Jay Moore, they had Jay right? Moore, who was a he he had done stand up. I think he yeah he mostly done stand up. Janine Garofalo, they had brought in. Sure, she was there briefly. Uh, you had Colin Quinn. You had um, Tracy Morgan. Mm-hmm. You had all of these kind of stand up comics, and then on the other side, you had Will Ferrell, Sherry O'Terry, you had Sherry O'Terry. You had Molly um, Shannon, Molly Shannon. You had um, Chris Kattan. Chris Kattan. Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows. Who had been there since the just 80s, right? Rode that train all the way sure. through. He said, Yeah, I'm here again. Then Keenan Thompson said, I'll do you one I'll better. <laughs> Take this, Meadows. <laughs> so I think that's the direction it's going. So you you point to David Keckner as the midground. Uh, yeah, I think considering because, he had one that one character. He had that one season. And he had this one weird character. He was also in the Bill Brasky sketches. Yes. He was all he also had a character who was like Billy Billy Bob or something. He was like a creepy uh southern guy who they would the sketch was always like, What if this creepy southern guy was your dental hygienist? So the dentist is perfectly normal, and then this skeezy guy with stringy hair is like I give you a little little extra bump if you want to really just be flying during this. And they're like, oh no, don't don't do that. That was not a good sketch. I don't want to bring it up. You made me bring it up. <laughs> Considering that we can name fifty Phil Hartman characters or Phil Hartman sketches that we all Fine. enjoy. Fine, Phil Hartman because he's no longer with us is the oh winner. oh because he's dead. That's yeah. why we have. To I think give that's it up. what you wanted. He didn't even die when he was on the Getting cast. Getting the cheapest win I've ever seen, Andrew Kukowski. I mean, I'm going to take it. I'll take the win, Mark. Taking our score not to cheap. 70-something. Not cheap. To 70-also-something. Winning. I won that one, all right? Good picks. Good picks. What are you doing with David K? Like, if you're going to go, like, obscure, like, even, like, Jay, it, I would. you should have gone with, like, uh, fucking what's his name? Um, Robert Downey Jr. No, he was in the eighties. Uh, he played Joe Pesci. Oh, he played Goat Boy. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't think he was funny. Well, th- at least that guy, Jay. Uh, no, Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. Yeah, yeah, Jim Brewer. At least, like when I think of SNL in the nineties, that's uh, kind of who I think about is Jim Brewer. He's I- just this guy. I think of Farley. You think of Farley. That's like center of the 90s. Yeah. I think of like that weird, like from like 96 to 2000, where it's like 
you'll be watching like a 90 episode from like 1998 and you're like wait a minute jimmy fallon was on the cast already yeah yeah but why is jim david spade was still there (laughs) didn't they did they let him go at this point yeah, that's that's what I think of when I think of the '90s. Is this weird mishmash? And then there was that season, that season that basically was compared to the the Robert Downey Jr., Gilbert Gottfried, Julia Louis Dreyfus season. That just they had Anthony all these Michael people, Hall. and they're like, "What do we do with these people?" And it's like, I don't, know. "I don't know." Put them on the we got on the camera. We got Janine Garofalo. We got Chris Elliott. We got Mark McKinney. We got David Koechner. It's. <laughs> It's weird to take a kid kid from the hall and then put him onto SNL, right? They had two, didn't they? Because they brought in M- it was Mark, just Mark McKinney. Mark McKinney, and then they brought. I thought they brought in. Uh, what's his name? Joey Bag of Donuts. Oh, I forget what his name is. <laughs> <laughs> not Dave Foley and not Kevin. Uh, sure, Mc- Jim, Jimmy, ba- Jimmy Bag of Donuts. Jimmy Bag of Donuts, <laughs> the fourth kid in the hall. I don't remember. I know he's shown up on it. You're right. I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah. I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. Well, just like our memories of the 90s, it's kind of Every kind of annoying. Every 90s kid knows how fleeting and stupid it was. Uh, and that we should probably stop thinking about it so fucking hard because it wasn't that good to begin bringing with. Bringing back shows that were beloved back then, like Full House and The X-Files, because guess what? They all kind of sucked. Well, hold on a second, because the Twin Peaks reboot was pretty good, right? Twin Peaks was in the 80s, mostly. And the reboot is pretty fantastic. What about Firewalk with me? Firewalk with me did come out in, like, 1992, I think. Yeah. Actually, you're probably right. I think Twin Peaks started in, like, No, it was the 90s. 90s. Yeah. I think it was either 90 or 91, because they make fun of it in The Simpsons. They make fun of it in what? The Simpsons. Oh. Homer's watching Twin Peaks, and we hear the narration being like, they serve mighty fine pie here. And then we cut to the TV, and it's a man dancing with, like, a unicorn. Yes. And then in the... And then we cut back to Homer, and he goes, wow. I have no idea what's going on. Mark, that's going to do it for this episode of Best of the Best. If you would like to contact us and, and let us know what it was like to be a 90s kid, top five 90s kid, like and subscribe below. You're going to leave a comment. You know, like our YouTube channel, we'll make more lists like these. You guys remember Pogs? Oh, my God. Hypercolor sweatshirts. <laughs> Twister. The, the movie, not the game. Oh. BOTBpodcast at gmail.com is the email address soundcloud.com forward slash BOTB podcast is the website and the Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash BOTB podcast Godzilla Godzilla Roland Emmerich's Godzilla yeah and Godzilla is like a million feet tall and then he's like hiding between the buildings and then he's like a million feet tall again like the size changes had that music video with the Puff Daddy. Yeah. He gets blown up like 10 da, times. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And then uh, then they had that Taco Bell thing. The dog was looking for the lizard. Yeah. And he had those, all those toys and those cups that were like shaped like Godzilla. It was dumb. Only 90s kids remember 
Taco Bell. Taco Bell. I remember Taco Bell thinking outside the bun. Liv Moss. I mean, Mark, do you think that in like 30 years there's going to be a list that's like only 10's kids remember this and they're going to talk about that stupid egg taco? The naked egg taco. <laughs> they'll probably talk, I mean, they'll talk about the naked egg taco and they'll talk about the they'll talk about a Jack in the Box munchie box. Original Coke Zero. Because the, they just changed the flavor. They changed it. And they'll be like, remember when the president said, grab him by the pussy? <laughs> remember? And we'll be like, yeah. And then we'll just I cut to a thousand skeletons <laughs> just in yeah, the streets. Yeah, just a bunch of dead bodies. Uh, all right. <sighs> See you next time. <laughs>